Well, hello, everybody. This is Single Life with Dr. G, dating over 40. And this is Dr. G, your life strategist and love doctor. I am here to help you stay sane in this crazy world of dating. And everybody out there, all of you beautiful single men, and beautiful single women. Yes, I said the men are beautiful. Some of y'all are. (laughs) You know that this world can be crazy. And my mission is to help you stay sane. And as we do that each and every week, we come to you all over this world. We are so excited to be in over 30 countries and territories in over 525 cities around this world. People everywhere are going through the same things. And so we take you on a journey every week. We take you on a journey of a topic that is something that affects us in this single life. And while we're talking about the single life, I want to invite you to join the Facebook group, Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40, where we continue the conversation, where we have a lot of polls and answer questions and comments. Join a single life, as well as go to my website if you want the best-selling book, Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need Not Want. It's drgladney.com. I am always here to help you on an individual level. So if you need me, That's where you can find me. This week, I'm telling you guys, every week it seemed like the topic is just profound. This week, this is something that has affected millions and millions of us worldwide. We are talking about online dating. That's right, this online dating. When I tell you over 50 million people just here in the United States of America. So you know where that puts you internationally. We are talking over 75 million people that are doing online dating. And why do you think that is? Guess what? We've been in a pandemic. And so those numbers went way up. It was high before. As you know, as we get through our show, there are different segments. I'm always going to give you, did you know, and give you these statistics. We have the candid conversations where we have wonderful guests that's going to be talking with us on this subject. Then we're going to get some crazy dating stories, and I'm going to leave you with a challenge. As we get started in this online dating, I'm going to tell you, did you know? Here's some stats that's going to blow your mind. We have about 75 million people worldwide who are doing online dating. Now, guess what? Most of them are men. Mm -hmm. That's right. There are more men that are doing online dating than women. Hmm. Does that surprise anybody? Or did you already know that and figure that out? 40% of the men say that they have done the online dating. Some of the stats say it's about 55% of men who are doing the online dating. And then they say, that about 70% of the women have never done online dating, never. Can you imagine that? Okay, single ladies out there that has not tried the online dating, we need to find out what's going on with you. Guess what app is the highest app of choice? Think about it, it's Tinder. They said Tinder was the highest rated app 
then of course, some of the other apps. They talk about Match, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, Black People Meet. Now, I thought it was very interesting. When we talk about roughly six in 10, 57% of the people say that they have an overall positive experience. I thought that was a high rate just because what we normally hear, we hear the negative about online dating instead of the positive. But more than half of the people say that their experience has been positive, including 14% to say is very positive. And only a few, about four in 10, describe their experience as somewhat negative. Now, why is it that we hear more about the negative than we do the positive when it comes to the online dating? And of course, we know that in this pandemic, the numbers have changed. Because guess what? You couldn't go out anymore. You couldn't go meet anybody. You couldn't go to dinner. You, you couldn't go to the clubs. You couldn't go to a party. You couldn't go anywhere. So where are you going to meet people? Everybody was at home online. It increased about 40% when it came to people trying to connect online. Then when you looked at the pandemic, it said that there are about 57% of the people said if they went on a date with you and you didn't wear a mask, they weren't going to go on another date with you. So put on your mask, people. Okay, put on your mask if you want to have a date. And then if they didn't go by the social guidelines, 55% said that they were not going on a date with you. What we have is one in six marriages since they start online. Guess what, people? People are finding love. They're finding the love of their life. And they say that the marriages, when couples meet, the divorce rate is only 3.8%. This is on eHarmony. And you know what they said? There are more than 8,000 dating apps out there. 8,000. There is plenty of opportunity with online dating. Now, I laid down some of these statistics now we're going to have the conversations. We're going to talk about this online dating positively and negatively. And here to discuss, we have some special guests with us. We have Sorora Montgomery and Gerald Patterson. We've invited back a man on the platform. He was with us before, but guess what? He has a lot to say, and we love to hear what he has to say. So, Mr. Gerald Patterson, could you tell the audience a little bit about you? Well, good evening, good evening, and thank you once again, uh, Dr. G, for having me back. Definitely appreciate it. Always enjoy myself, have a wonderful time just discussing and conversing about all the wonderful topics. For me, I'm a full-time single dad of two. They are grown kids and out the house. As far as work, I do uh, business development and then a lot of side hustles as far as with regards to investments, property investments, anything of that nature. And then I also work with young student athletes, do a mentor, have a mentoring training program with student athletes, high school student athletes. Okay. Anything else? You single and ready to mingle? Single <laughs> and always ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last but certainly not least, we have Sorora. Can you tell us a little about you? Yes. Well, first of all, let me say thank you for inviting me onto the platform. And I'm um, Soroya. I moved to Texas about five and a half years ago. I moved here just to get away from the change of the hustle and bustle of uh, Illinois. I came from uh, right outside the Chicago market. 
I am the proud mother of five adult children and as a proud grandmother of four, I have four grandbabies. I work remotely, which I really, really absolutely love. So I'm appreciative of that. I work in the um, call center industry. I manage a, a call center. I am single. I don't know about the mingling part right now with everything that's going on, but I am single. So, <laughs> okay, guys, she is single and ready to mingle. Okay. <laughs> Most of the single people out here, that's the line. We're single and ready to mingle. Okay. And we bought on these two people because of their experiences in online dating. As you can see that uh, the numbers tell us that some women have not done the online dating. So in getting into this conversation that people want to jump into, let me first ask you, what was the dating apps that you use? What are the dating sites that you were on? The first one I did, I tried Plenty of Fish first, and then I think I tried Black and I did the Facebook dating. Those are the, two, the three that I think I've tried. I've never tried the other ones. For me, I've done Tinder, Plenty of Fish, and uh, now currently just Bumble. Well, we'll get to how the Bumble is. Uh, I said, and I'm going to share a lot about the statistics on the next podcast, but I've done online dating and I was doing it in the name of research. And I did Match.com and Our Time. Yes, Our Time is for the real grown people, okay? <laughs> so those were the two that I did. How do you like the apps themselves? How did you have a favorite one or what is it like? They were easy, pretty uh, self-explanatory. I kind of got used to the swiping to the left and swiping to the right. Sometimes I swipe and be like, oh, dang, I should have stopped. I think I can't go back, but you have to pay to go back and all that. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not paying to go back now. So maybe he'll he'll come back around, maybe. So it was pretty simple. Um, plenty of fish. I just seemed like I saw the same people on both sites. I mean, on all three, actually. So for me, um, just kind of answering the question, I enjoy the, uh, the online dating. With regards to your poll on the uh, Facebook page, my answer was that I love, love, love it. So um, and mostly because, like I said, I'm not anyone that does a lot of going out these days. So it just presents an opportunity to expand my, my social network and just, just, just having a social outlet for that matter. For me though, I prefer Bumble. The reason being is because Bumble's different in the sense that the woman has to make the first contact if we both swipe right and match. All the sites kind of have that whole little swipe right, swipe left once you match. But Bumble is the only one that I know of that uh, the female has sent the first message. The other sites where, you know, the men have the luxury of being able to reach out first are okay, but just everyday life for you women, period. I know it becomes very tedious and just, your, your inbox gets filled up when a man can reach out to you first because that's what's, that's what's normal for us. We're so used to being able to reach out and it becomes a thing where a woman can log in and open up her account and come back just hours later and she's got a hundred plus messages. And so you can only imagine trying to go through that. Whereas for us men, that's not the case. I don't care who, who you are. I don't care how handsome you are, how much money you got, whatever it is you think you have. It's it's never, the numbers never match what women have to deal with. So obviously it's a lot easier to kind of sort through your, uh, your inbox and, uh, you know, find somebody of interest and be able to try to create a connection. So um, you like the woman to have the initiative what is that like? I haven't done Bumble. So what is that like? You sit back and you wait to be chosen? 
Not necessarily, no, 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 it's not that. So you're already choosing each other. So it's like I said, so it's just like the other sites where I swipe right, she swipes right, where they'll say, boom, you have a match. After that, on most other sites, anybody can make the first contact. But normally women wait for the man to make the first contact. And that's okay. And that's, you know, traditionally the way I guess it's supposed to be and all that. And that's fine. However, people have to understand this is a whole new platform. I know some of the men going to hate me for this, but some men just swipe, 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 swipe and wait to see who's going to respond. So they're not necessarily doing it for it with, with purpose. Right. Whereas most women that have taken the time to actually sign up, post pictures and create an account on a dating site is usually on there with some purpose. So if they take the time to actually extend and reach out to somebody um, and like I said, you're not reaching out and asking them on a date. You're just saying hello. That's all you're saying is hello, which is still a leap for some women to be able to do or to take. And because of that, it's, it does create some gaps there between the man and the woman. And, and they have to definitely adapt to that new way of being the first one to make contact. But like I said, they're not asking to go out on a date. They're not asking. All they have to do is just say, hey, hello. They're saying hi first. That's all they do is say hi first. And after that, then it's up to the man to take the reins and, and lead the way. Good part, though, is just the fact that women do, if they are reaching out, it's usually because of a purpose. They see something that they like and they want to explore that. They rarely are just sending out messages to a million of guys waiting to see who's going to respond. Look, in other words, he said, men, what is y'all's purpose for being on there? <laughs> you don't have a purpose for being on there? You just trying to see how many women you can get? No, I know that's not what he said. I'm just, <laughs> I just added some extra stuff in there. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about this experiences because I know, Soror, you said that your experiences haven't been, you fall in the category of the people who say their experiences have been mostly negative. My experiences have been that I meet the guys, we talk, maybe not even for maybe a day or two before they're either trying to either invite you over to their houses or want to come over to your homes. And I'm like, uh, no, we're not doing that one. And then the ones who say they're really looking for to have a mate, you know, for a soulmate. I've experienced a couple that was trying to get married right off the bat. Like, I'm like, you need citizenship? Like, why, why we, why we, how we, we, you don't even know my last name. We married. Well, you're the woman for me. No, no. So that, and then I've also had experiences where they just didn't have the time. Like they say they were, they, they wanted to be, you know, they wanted to be with someone, but they, they didn't have the time for it. They didn't have the time to have the phone conversation and, and nor did they have the time to even go out and just even meet. You don't even have to be for dinner because I'm not looking to be fed because I know a lot of guys run into that with the online dating. But I just even just meeting just over, you know, a cup of coffee or a drink or so, they didn't have time. So my thing was, if you didn't have time to date, why are you on a dating website? So when you say when they were telling you they didn't have time, what they say they were too busy to call you. What do you mean? How did you? Well, what? I'm busy. You know, I, you know, I told you I do this for a living. I do this for a living. I got my bowling. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And then now with this COVID thing, I'm really not really dating. And it's like, OK, so what are you looking for? If you're not looking to actually date, I think you're on the wrong websites. I think you should be on them other back pages or something looking for whatever you're looking for. Yeah. And see, you know, like you said, I found that the same people were on the same sites. I looked at some other sites as well, because some of them will let you look at people's pictures. And so I was just kind of looking through and I could just see the same people 
on the same site. And I was like, this is a lot of work. First of all, I don't know how anybody (laughs) has a lot of time for all of that. If you own all these different sites. And then I was finding that some of the same people, when I would talk to them, I'm like, how long have you been doing online dating? Oh, six months, nine months, a year. You know, it was just interesting to me. So I just felt like, oh, okay. I'm wondering, like Gerald said, what is the purpose What is the real purpose for being on the site? So it sounds like that your experience, you, did you meet anybody that seemed like they were serious that felt like, oh yeah, this may be, let's explore it and go on another date. Did you ever go on a second date with somebody you met on the site? Yeah, I went on a couple of dates, but they were dating with a purpose. They were trying to do something different though. So they wanted, they didn't actually want a relationship. They were just looking for relations. Oh, okay. They just wanted to have sex. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. So, it, it, don't, it, it don't take long to figure that one out. So it was like, nah, back in, maybe back, you know, when I was out there like that, then okay, cool. But I'm, I make it perfectly clear that I'm not out here looking for, you know, another booty call. So it's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm just saying, you know, guys, we're over 40. That's what I keep saying. Why, where, why are we still in this cycle in this pattern here that that could seem like that could be what's going on and the experiences that women have. So now I think it's so great because we have a man on here and, you know, most men are doing more online dating and we have Gerald GP saying he loves it. So we need to find out why you love online dating. Well, so um, everybody to pull up a chair and have a seat and get comfortable because this here, um, <laughs> might get a little bit extensive. Anyway, so the reason why I love it is because of the pretty much the reason why it exists and why those stats are the way they are, why it's more men doing it than women, is because most don't seem to understand is, historically speaking, women have always been at the upper echelon of the playing field. What dating sites have now done, they've now leveled out the playing field for us men. See, women have always had guys coming at them for years and for decades. Man, we don't we don't get that opportunity. Now, you may have a woman here or there that makes some eye contact and lets you know she's interested. But rarely do you just have a woman just straight up, hey, I'd like to take you out, or hey, you, whatever the case may be, however they make the approach. So now because of that, because of what online dating provides and allows, it, like I said, it now balances out that playing field where in the past, where men didn't have a lot of options, when they went after a woman, that pursuit was serious because even if she wasn't interested, he still gave her some attention because at some point he was hoping that she would come around. Reason being is that she probably showed some type of interest and now that's the connection he has to ride out. There's not any any other options. So now online dating has now created that other platform, which is options. And that's what's allowed everything to level out and balance out. So now when a man says, hey, I'd like to take you out and she doesn't give him that attention or doesn't give him the response that he seeks, it doesn't mean he's not interested in him. He just can now go ahead and try out some of these other options that he has. He may still be interested in that woman, doesn't remove the interest that's there, but it just means he has other options now. So he doesn't have to keep knocking at her door and keep asking her to take her out and keep asking to treat her here and treat her there and all those things. And when she's not returning his calls or text messages. So now he can actually pursue, you know, some of these other women that are there. So I have a question. And so, cause you say you absolutely love it. So since you loving it and you're on your platforms and everything, especially with COVID being out here, like, are you actually 
dating or are you just conversating? Like, so are you loving the conversations? Are you, uh, what, I mean, what's, what's, what are you loving? So I actually enjoy all the aspects of it. So I do actually, go, I'll go out on a date occasionally. Like I said, not as much now because of COVID, but still, even then I'll still occasionally go because because of COVID, there's, there's more time to actually speak to somebody and get to know people, which is a, another aspect of dating, which has completely been removed thanks to social media and online dating. People would like to get right to it. And that's coming from both sides. Obviously, the men more so than the others, but women too, you know, but people don't like to talk anymore. And so now COVID has kind of created that lane where you have to kind of sit back and talk and just get to know one another and, and spend that time. And now people, you know, have elevated their level of comfort before that first date. So sometimes there might be a first date that takes place in somebody's house, you know, because of COVID, you can't always go sit down in a restaurant. You know, a lot of times that sounds absolutely crazy to most people. I'm the father of a young lady. So for me, when it comes to talking to my daughter, who's a young lady and and a single young woman, you know, her, her safety is my biggest concern, but it's also about a level of comfort. So, you know, I think it's just really about understanding, you know, where you and that person are at. But now, like you had mentioned earlier, there's some guys just right out the gate. Your first message is, hey, let's get together. Come to my house. Yeah, those types of things that, you know, it's a red flag immediately. So you step away from that and, and go the other direction. Or what I've also tried to encourage friends of mine to do is understand that we men, we're very simplistic. We like to do what works. But you can't take offense to that, although some women like to take offense to that. If it worked with the last woman, we men are going to try it with the next. So all it takes sometimes is for a woman to just be patient enough to just say, hey, you know what? I'm not for sure what, what went down with the last woman. And it doesn't even matter. But I just want to let you know, that's just not how I roll. What some women don't know is that there's actually some good guys out there that will respond to that message. Same thing with certain pictures that guys send right out the gate. Unwarranted. Oh, I mean. oh yeah. Sexting. Yeah. yeah. Like I say about that. There's guys that send that out all the time without, you know, without, like I said, without it being warranted. And the thing is, is I tell women all the time, don't be afraid to say to them, hey, you know what? Because most will delete them immediately because they think, oh, that's their character. So sometimes it's not their character. Sometimes that's just what worked with the last woman. And like I said, there's a handful of guys out there that if you stop and say, hey, you know what? I'm not for sure what the deal is. That would be kind of created a pretty cool little connection, but that's not how it's going to get started. That's not how it's going to go down. And there's some good guys out there that'll pull back. Like, hey, you know what? You sure right. My fault. That's not the way I should have approached you. Um, that's not even who I am. I know better. Let's back it up and try it all over again. There's really some good dudes that would do that. Now, don't get me wrong. The majority of them are probably douchebags and they're going to feel offended when you come at them like that. So those are the people that you know to, del- to delete. But like I said, those handful of good guys out there are the ones that will respond back and say, you know what, you're right. That's my bad. I shouldn't came at you like that. That was out of pocket. To me, when you mentioned that the men have all these options, and they do, it seems to me that now because they have all these options, they don't have to, if they say hello and they say hello twice and you don't say hello back, they moving on. So to me, it just waters down the sincerity of, do you really like me? Or are you just trying to see, like you said, swipe, swipe, swipe. Are you trying to just say hello, beautiful to everybody this morning and to see who's going to respond back to you and whoever responds back. Now it feels like we in this game. And, it's a rat race. <laughs> and, yeah. I don't know that all these options are a good thing for men. Like you were saying, Daryl, this is different. We, we've leveled the playing field, so to speak. But because men have these options and they're not, they're not pursuing, they're not in pursuit and trying to court a certain woman because that woman that you really 
want or need, she may not respond in the beginning. And she may not just be right at your beckoning call. And you may have to work hard for her. And generally those, when you have to work hard for something, then the prize at the end, if you don't have to work hard and you're like, get that, I'm going over here. Oh, she's right back at me saying, oh yeah, you could come over. So where does that leave women in all of this with all these options? Can I say this real quick? So it sounds like, because even with, like you said, with all of the options, to me, it sounds more like you guys are chasing the quantity and not the quality. Mm-hmm. So you got the numbers, but then you're not really getting the, and that was my thing. That's why I tapped out of it because it was, it's easy to go out and date a lot of guys and go out and be, you know, I can accept all these conversations and phone calls and stuff like that. But then it, my thing was, is that it wasn't going anywhere. There was no quality in my conversations with these, these men. And I didn't see the, I knew, some of them I knew straight out the bat was the purpose, but I want the quality. So my thing was, yeah, I don't care about how many, just like with Facebook, I'm not, I don't care about the followers. I don't need everybody on my page. So my thing was, I didn't need all those guys in my inbox if it was no quality. So you're right. They out there. Cause I don't think the playing field is leveled though. I don't think it's leveled at all. Not in Texas. I don't think it's leveled in Texas. But just the online dating, I think itself kind of levels it like Gerald was saying. So Gerald, what about that? You're chasing the quantity and not the quality you think. Yeah, I mean, believe me, I'm, and I'm here to keep it 100. Like I said, there's there's some men that's going to probably challenge my man card if it's all said and done because I'm giving up some information that's to be sold, not told. But it is what it is, and we're here. So at the end of the day, yes, there's moments where you are. You're chasing the quantity because there's joy in chasing what, what's never been there before. Like I said, you women have had that option all your life to have quantity, and you get to sift through that quantity to find that quality. We men have not had that option most of our lives until maybe we came into some money and changed our lifestyle a little bit or got rid of some acne that you had as a teenager and, you know, started to develop, whatever the case may have been. But still, the numbers are still nothing compared to what you women have gotten thrown at you for years. I mean, from the time you walk out your door, a man's holding the door for you. You go get in your car, you get to the gas station, you get to the grocery store, you're at work walking in. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't stop. It's nonstop. So now, like I said, online has just presented those same options to us men. And so, yeah, you do. You get into a space where you want to chase that quantity. But within the quantity, you're going to find the quality that you're looking for. But once again, it goes all the way back to where is that person at in their life? Are they ready to settle down? Because it doesn't matter if you have one person that you're chasing, or if you're chasing 50. If you're not ready to settle down, you're not going to settle down. And that's just what it comes back to. So when she was speaking earlier, my question was going to be to you. Are you peeling back some of those layers? Because like I said, some women right out the gate are going to dismiss a man because he says something wrong or sends something wrong or just shows a, a red flag. And some don't want to take that time, you know. But once again, that's that same option that women have as well, which is, I don't have to sit back and take this. So I can immediately delete you because you showed me a sign that just doesn't appear to be to my liking. Let me just say that. Well, yeah, I think, listen, I think if we at this stage in our life and somebody's sexting, this is male or female, because this is some of the research that I put in the book. And men don't really like the sexting without it being solicited. And so I did the research and talked about that on one of the podcasts. I just think at this stage, if you lead with your body parts, that that really tells who you are. I don't want to give you an opportunity or a chance because anybody that has what you need going on up here and you think you got to lead with a body part that at our stage and age of life, when we know body parts, 
ain't even what they used to be. Now, we don't even want to talk about that. (laughs) But the point is, why is that even a conversation? Then that says that you don't feel like you're a person of substance. So I don't want to have to have that conversation with a man to say, even if it worked with the last one, I'm not that same lady. And if you get that energy from me, something's wrong. What's wrong with saying that, though? But why would would somebody want, how do we meet each other, whether we meet in person or online? We meet each other and just out out the gate at hello, you send me a picture of your, your, your body part. Why do I have to tell you how to present yourself to somebody? Why do I have to tell you how? Because most companies you go to, they ask you, first thing they ask you is, what is that you bring it to the table? Tell me something about you that I want. And I give them a picture of me naked. Like, why do I have to tell you as a grown man that sending your private parts to somebody is something that you shouldn't do off the bat when you meet somebody? No, no, you're not telling him how to do it. You're telling him how you don't want to be dealt with. That's what you're telling him. You're not telling him. He, he's trying, like I said, he's trying that out with you because he doesn't know if that's the type of woman you are. So wait a minute. So, so you trying to tell me you got your body part, you send pictures of yourself, uh, naked pictures of yourself, and hello to see people's response. No, I don't. That's not my method. My method is different. But let me find but I know, out. I know guys are gonna do it though. <laughs> I know guys are gonna do it. But like I said, but there's women who respond to it. Absolutely. So they're just testing you out to see are you gonna respond to that. And if you do, cool. But if you don't. Like I said, you can either delete them or you can actually step to them and say, hey, you know what? That's just not how I roll. Well, I can send you my cash app and and then you're going to let me know off bat, like, hey, I, ain't, I don't know why you send me your cash app name, but. And, and that and has happened. happened. So I can, I can either delete you and say either she's looking just for a handout or I can say to you, hey, you know what? I'm not sure what you're looking for, but that's just not how I roll. And either you're going to step back and be like, oh, this ain't what I'm looking for. And you're going to delete me because you're looking for a payout. Or you're going to say, oh, you know what? I'm sure. No, I, I get it. I've, I've heard all of these stories and sure. I, th- I think that's true. So what we're saying is to everybody out there, if that's how you want to present yourself, we are at a stage and age in life again. I'm trying to help y'all stay sane, okay? Because all of this stuff could be madness. And if you do send your cash app, you do send a sexting picture, you send all this stuff, you're telling people who you are. Regardless, if it worked the last time, whatever, you're showing who you are. If that's who you are, hey, then somebody out there will love it. If that's not what you want to be presented or perceived as, that you're looking for a handout or all you're about is sex with this person, then that's not what you do. That's really the whole point. If you're doing it and it's working for you, we can see why you keep being on these online sites because you're not looking for a relationship. Then you're just looking to keep playing. Some people out there and it was working. For those people that are on the sites that are looking for something more, that's not going to work. So if you're out there and you lead in with the sexting, I've already given y'all the research on that, that the men, men, not to say they won't look at your picture, but the majority of men in my research said they wouldn't have a relationship with you because they know you're sending it to everybody and they don't want a woman like that. So if you're presenting yourself like that, we, I want to get to a level above all of that that you present yourself as something more with some depth and some substance. If you're looking to be in a relationship, your body part ain't what's going to do it. I'm saying that, you know, that's going to keep you in a solid relationship. And all of us on here have been married and understand how this all works. So at the end of the day, if you're doing that, people, I'm just telling you, you're sending out some messages and the wrong messages. But I think this is what gives the, the negative vibe to online dating because you don't even know these people. And you say, hey, hello, bam, here's it a- ain't, It ain't they picture, no way. Yeah. They're sending somebody else's body part. It ain't even, it ain't even they picture. 
<laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you really don't know. But even more than just the pictures, Gerald, when you were saying if somebody says something wrong or there's a red flag or they didn't like the way that person responded, I think right now what this online dating does, on the negative side, there's a positive. I think what it does, it doesn't give anybody a chance to get the time of anything because of the options and because you could just keep moving. And because you're trying to talk to 10 people at one time, it's kind of hard because if you didn't log onto your app for two or three days, that person has moved on generally because they have all these options. I've had people to get mad at me because I didn't log in. I was, you know, I told you I was on there and he started trying to have a little attitude with me. Because I hadn't responded back. I'm like, excuse me? I mean, but it shows you people's character because we don't take the time to be patient because we don't have to. Girl, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like with the men chasing the quantity, I don't even know how they keep up because this one over here is pretty. This one over here is pretty. This one over here is cute. This, look, everybody pretty or whatever. You're going to put your best pictures out there. On, on, I can on, tell you how they're keeping up. How do you think? They're they keeping up because they send out wonderful good morning text messages that they send it to everybody with a little good morning, beautiful, have a good day today. And then you don't hear from them for a little while. And then you then they later on, they hit you late on that night around about one o'clock in the morning. W-Y-D, what you doing? Like, what? <laughs> I don't want to be part of the rotation. So the rotation, they keep up with it very well. I mean, it works for some people. I mean, obviously, but it's just, no, it's crazy. And see, and that's, what, that's why I say it's all balanced out now because, see, we men had to be a part of that rotation for years when, you know, women had those options of being able to, you know, when men were calling every day, you got all these dudes calling. Why do you think that most women had a lot of guys calling at one time? Because I know a whole lot of women and it wasn't a whole lot of women getting a whole lot of calls from a whole lot of men. I mean, you may have had one or two. I haven't met one woman that did not have options her her life throughout her life at some point in time. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I'm with. I'm gonna have to go with him with that. I, I the options I've always had. I mean, I still got plenty of options. I think we all, whether we be men or women, we have those options. Whether you dig back in your bank of people that you've dealt with in the past, and you know, you already know you're really not like serious with these people. So everybody got options. Just depends. Like, what are you looking for? Like, do you just want to have all these plethora of women just that you're talking to all day and every day, but you really don't have. You're not. You're not really getting nothing out of that so i mean that's what i'm saying so to me the online dating is just people just conversating and i don't mean no harm jail no disrespect but it seems like everybody's just playing games yeah, yeah i mean it's, it's definitely a lot of game playing I, I won't disagree with that but like i said once again you have to understand it's it's a it's a space and there's a time so with everybody that's on their different journeys once again it's about when a person's ready to settle down and don't get me wrong you're gonna get on that site and people are gonna say it i always tell everybody let their actions be, be their biggest representative because people get on there and say all types of things. But if their actions don't follow, then it should mean nothing to you. Right. I've had women that actually said, I've had women actually said they were not looking for anything. They but all say that. Yeah. And all of a sudden their messages started coming more and we started communicating more and started spending more time together. And then next year, you know, it was almost like it pretty much developed into a relationship that she was supposedly not looking for. But her actions showed me otherwise because it was me she was wanting to go out with. It was me she was wanting to talk to on the phone. It was me she was wanting to, you know, tell about her day. So if you create that connection, sometimes it can happen. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's not about what they have written on their profile. It's about what their actions say. And that's where you, as the 
other person get to observe and, and, and make the decision. But like I said, I think everybody's in such a rush that they have to make the decision on that first date, first conversation. And like, oh, yeah, this isn't somebody I can deal with. And boom, they're on to the next one. And that's just the world we live in. So have you found a relationship on the dating site? I have not. I have not. Mine have, have come outside of online dating, but I've met some cool people. I, so I'll tell you this, this is what my, my, my thing has been with the women is that most of the women I meet online are like I said, good women. Most, most women are just good at the core to the core at the core of it all. But honestly, they're in either coming out of a situation where emotionally, they're probably just not really ready for that, you know, because as soon as we start exchanging numbers and start actually just talking and kind of getting into the thick of things, then that's when you start to see that they've got a lot on their plate. And a lot of it is kind of what pushed them to jump on the dating site. They had a failed relationship or a failing relationship that caused them to get on there. And honestly, they probably weren't really fully ready to get out there and call themselves, you know, dating or, or looking or what have you. Because when I start to look at it and make my own assessment, I'm like, oh, you can't even, you're not ready for this. Like you probably need to take more time to yourself what you're about to really embark upon with this online dating thing, because it's a beast. So you weren't looking for a relationship on these sites? It's not that I wasn't looking. I'm, I'm, I tell you, I'm always looking. And it's just, I just don't have an expectation for it, though. Okay. Like, I don't set the expectation to go out with this woman and say, oh, yeah, I'm hoping she's the one. I like everything to develop organically. And so if we go out, we have a good time. We, we talk, laugh, and then we set up another time and things grow to that point doesn't work out it's not a big disappointment you know we think most aren't gonna work out and that's okay on to the next one yeah and and i hear that a lot now people want things to happen organically but when you have so many when you have quantity it's hard again for people taking the time to let something develop because you're trying to develop with this person that person this is women too this is not just you know, men, I mean, women are doing the same thing because actually when I was doing the research, I actually went in a friend, a guy friend of mine, let me go into his profile so I can look and see what the women profile and what they're saying. So listen, let me tell you, see, I'm, I see it on both sides, how everybody's doing it. The women are playing games as well. I mean, there's some people on there that are truly looking for love. And like Gerald said, I think it tends to be, and research says that, that the women who take their time, most of them are looking for love. They're not looking to play games. It's a lot on there on both sides of the fence. I was like, whoa, so this is what y'all have to deal with. So it was very enlightening. So let me let me say this, kind of going back kind of something you just touched on. Women, generally speaking, like I said, are on there because they want to change their circumstance, their situation from single to in a relationship. So they get on there and most of the dates they go on, the guy says something, does something to throw them off. And it's just not a match. And that's OK. But they get frustrated because everybody they're going out with is what they're hoping to be the one. Number one, that's impossible. Everyone can't be the one. So guess what? There's going to be a majority that aren't the one. So you don't need to waste that energy and that time getting upset because, oh, this one didn't work out. Once again, that's why I say don't go into it with these expectations of hopefully this turns into a relationship because that's why women get left unhappy and disappointed because of that fact that they put so much hope into that instead of letting it grow to that space of saying, oh, you know what? This is a cool cat. I actually would like to see him again. And you grow to a point where you're like, okay, this might grow into something, but not that first 
swipe right connection that y'all made, should there already be thoughts of this is somebody I can see myself in a relationship with? And you're already seeing pictures, screenshots of him to girlfriends and, you know, the, you know, folks saying, look at, this, look at this one that I met. You know what I mean? There's all, that hope is already in the sky. You know what I mean? It's already sky high. Now you get there and he does something. He shows up and he's five, six. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, it's both six feet. You know, no disrespect to the five, six brothers. I'm just saying, you know, it's both yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, here it is. And, and he shows up. And he's disappointed. So I mean, it's OK. Like I said, just. Be excited, but not not hopeful for the fact of it being a relationship, because that's what's almost always going to end up being a disappointment. And then that in itself leads me into is because of everybody's, especially women's eagerness to step out of that that single lane. My whole sentiment behind that is, first and foremost, being single is not a death sentence. Okay, okay honey, I enjoy society it. has done you women a, a, a disservice. Society has done you women a disservice by making you all feel like being single is a death sentence or is a bad thing. You know, you, you look good. You got your life together, you know, but you're single. What's wrong with you? Something must be wrong with you. And that's not the case. It's OK to be happy and be single. And that's the thing that I wish more women would understand and know that it's OK to be happy in a relationship. I tell you, I'm one of those guys that I'm happy when I'm single and I'm happy when I'm in a relationship. I'm not in a relationship wishing I was single. But in the same time, I'm not single, wishing I was in a relationship. I'm actually happy in both spaces. So that way, when one or the other comes along, I can I can openly accept it. But I just hate to see a lot of women kind of being forced and pushed because of society's standards saying something must be wrong with you, you know, because mm-hmm. you're saying no, nothing's That's wrong. Good. She's a good woman. She's a quality woman that just ain't found the one yet. That's good. That's good stuff. Thank you. Just to piggyback on what he was saying, you're absolutely right. And I think that was that's why the online dating thing was different for me, because I didn't get online looking for love. And I actually had that same conversation with a lot of gentlemen. And I we I talk to my friends that I talk to periodically about that. Like just at hello does not mean that we're getting married. At hello doesn't mean that. So it was different for me because I wasn't looking for somebody to, so I'm not empty and looking for somebody to complete me. A lot, a lot of people, women say they're looking for a man to complete me. So I'm not, I wasn't looking for that. I think my issue was, was that I always believe that it has to be a foundation in any relationship or any friendship, however you want to look at it, that we need to know each other before we start. I'm not thinking about, oh, we finna buy a house next year. I've been married, so I've been down that path already. So I'm not jumping to get married. So I'm not on there. I wasn't on there for that. But in the same token, there are uh, women looking to get uh, married. And I don't think it was the society that did us adjusted. I think that it was little girls were raised that right off the bat, they gave us baby dolls to play with. You have to clean and you have to keep house. And it's a woman's job to be, you know, attached to somebody. I think that just in the back in the generations most women mindsets is like that women say to a man well i'm not looking for anything to me it's an underlining lie because if you're not looking for anything what are you looking for you can't say i'm not looking for anything but yet i want a friend to talk to on the phone every day i'm not looking for anything but yet i need this man to be my help me or whatever the case may be so Men and women both say they just own and not looking for nothing to me. It's like, okay, so why are you on a dating site if you're not looking for anything? What are you looking for? And I know a lot of women that are on there, and I have a lot of friends here in Dallas that are on there just to date. But they say the same thing. Well, I'm not really looking for nothing. I'm not. I say to them, well, what are you looking for? Then why are you on the site if you're not looking for nothing? But I think I don't care what type of woman you're dealing with and what her caliber is or what her history is or what she tells you or what she's been through. Most women are looking to be in a relationship with somebody, whether not 
that it's going to lead to marriage, just saying the fact that that's what they're looking for. And the whole being single, it's a lot of men out here that don't know how to be single. That's why the quantity is so easy because they're going to go from one woman to the next woman. They don't even give themselves time to even be by themselves long enough. And I know a lot of women doing the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. be single, be okay with being single. Like, so I think that that's, that's one of the problems with that online dating. So let me, let me dive in on that part there that you touched in at the very end there about the men. So I will say this about men and not, not to say that we're any better or any worse. However, I will just say men don't always need the same amount of time alone as a woman does. Reason being is because men, a lot of times, and it's sad to say too, but a lot of times men don't throw themselves into a relationship emotionally. See, the problem with women, you women, y'all love hard and we love y'all for it. But man, y'all love so hard that a lot of times you love too hard and it's, you know, to a fault. So you lose yourself within the confines of that relationship to where you have to have that time by yourself to rediscover yourself and to find yourself again and to clear off all that old debris from that last relationship, that last situation before stepping into the next one or else kind of hard to focus. But a lot of times guys don't throw themselves into situations to the point that they lose their own identity. So it's easy for them to step out and step into the next one, you know, with a clean slate. It's just not as easy for women. And that's why I've always encouraged female friends of mine to don't be afraid to take that time alone. Number one, because it's okay to be single. Number one. Number two, it's a necessity to just be able to clear your mind, clear your heart, clear your everything, clear your spirit of what it was that didn't work. And now move into a much better space of, okay, now I'm ready to receive this, whatever, whatever this may be. Because like you said, my, my theory is this, marriage is not for everybody. But companionship is. Absolutely. And so that's where you have to know what it is that you want. My last relationship, that's how we actually got together was because we both agreed that our final destination does not have to be marriage. It can be, but it didn't have to be. So she wasn't one of these women that was like, I'm not getting with a man if he's not putting a ring on it. She wasn't one of those types. She was just like, look, I just want the commitment. And that's why I want us. I just want a woman that's willing to commit to me 100 percent. You can give me that. I'm good. And we were able to do that. And ride out without it having to be a situation of, all right, is this going to lead to marriage? And it never even turned into that throughout the course of the relationship where sometimes you're like, okay, at some point she's going to want that. Never did. The relationship ended for other reasons. Yeah, I think you made a really good point when you said that men don't put themselves in emotionally like women and we need more time. One of the podcasts, my good friend, Stephen Dixon, he wrote a book called Men Don't Heal, They Hope. There are some men that need to heal. So we do need to put that out there. But I do like the enlightenment of men are not investing themselves a lot of times in in some of the relationships as women do. They don't need as much time or neither do they know how to take as much time because to them, because the emotions is not as deep, they can't go and jump from another one, which is why people can just say, oh, that was just sex. It don't mean, don't mean nothing to me. I mean, so we're built differently. I always want to acknowledge that. God made us all differently, men and women, from from our brains to the way we think, to our bodies, is different. And I think us acknowledging and appreciating the differences in how we are made is what makes us such a great pair together uh, because we are different. Now, this has been a great conversation. It, with every conversation, it could go on and on forever, <laughs> I'm telling you. This conversation merits everybody internationally. Millions of people right now are dealing with this online dating. And like I said, the next podcast, I'll be talking more to tell you some do's and don'ts and how to be effective at this. 
learned some things along the way. We'll be sharing some really good information about that. But so now we're going to go on to our crazy dating stories, because guess what? Doing online dating, we have some crazy dating stories. (laughs) So I'm going to let you guys tell your crazy dating stories. So my crazy dating story, um, there's definitely been several. But honestly, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I really haven't. I guess I like to consider myself a pretty good evaluator (laughs) of, of character, you know. So the one crazy one for me, I think I'd have to say would be we exchanged numbers, got to talking a little bit. And, you know, she got to tell me her story. I got to tell her my story. We go out and I mean the entire date she's on her phone and I'm like, so finally, after enough time, I finally say something to her. Hey, look, I say, do we pick a bad time to come out here on this date? Like, it doesn't like you've been able to detach yourself from your phone at all, you know? And she was like, oh, no, 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 nothing like that. Just my kids. You know, they throw that out there, not realizing that I've, I've raised two kids by myself, you know? So I already know how kids are. But still, don't get wrong. Her journey is not my journey. So that's not why I say that. I'm just saying that maybe you shouldn't come out if you couldn't be away from the kids for 30 minutes or 45 minutes, whatever the case may have been. And she was like, well, she's I'll put my, my phone away. If that's how it is. I didn't realize guys were so insecure these days. And I was like, sweetheart, it has nothing to do with insecurity. She was like, well, I mean, what's the deal? I was like, I just wanted you undivided attention. I said, I, I could have talked to you on the phone if that's the case. You know, I said, I just didn't want it to be this, you know? So she says, um, well, don't worry about it. I'll put it up. I'll put it up. So she puts her phone away in her purse and as we get to talking with just a little more, not even five minutes later, she starts <laughs> talking on her, her watch. And I said, you do realize I know what you're doing. You're texting on your watch now. I said, how about this? I'll go ahead and just pay for the, the, the meals and the drinks and stuff. And we'll just call this a day, call it a night. And I wish you the best, you know? And she just was like, golly, I just never seen a man. So she just went with the insecure thing again. I was like, call it what you want. Oh, and I was like, but this is definitely, you know, where it comes to an end. And that's how it had to end. But it was all good. It's just that, like I said, once again, she just wasn't ready. She had something going on that she couldn't turn away from. Well, like I said, I didn't have a lot of hope in that anyway. So it wasn't like it was that big of a disappointment. But like I said, it could have flourished into something. Who knows? But like I said, she just wasn't ready. She started, <laughs> you were secure, huh? She said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so, uh, oh, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. So that was yeah, mine. That is. Okay. It was crazy because I met this guy, changed numbers and everything. We actually met in a public place with friends the first time we actually met. So we went on the first date. We met like at a bar or whatever. It was actually pretty cool because it was a lot of people. So it was more, I was a little bit more comfortable. The second date picked me up from my house. We went to dinner. We was getting ready to go meet the same friends somewhere else. And I said, oh, I need to use the bathroom. I need to stop somewhere to use the bathroom. He's like, oh, well, I'm right here by my house. Let me run. You can run in real quick. And I'm like, eh, don't be trying to try nothing now. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know off the bat. When I say I'm going to the bathroom, going to the bathroom, ain't nothing happening. Because he's like, okay, okay, cool. See, I come from a 911 background. So I listen to a lot of things, listen to details. He gave me clear and concise details on what to go. We're going to go through this door. You're going to go to the right, the bathroom was the first door on this side. Make sure that anyone got the door. Don't forget you're going to the right when you get in here. And I'm like, wait a minute. So what's going on on the left that you so busy about telling me what's going on on the right? So me being who I am, I'm going to the left. Now, so because he had that kind of house where when you walk in, you can walk two different, it's a room and you can go around. So no, I'm going to the, you told me this way. Now I'm now I'm going this way. I go to the right. It's kids, toys and stuff on the floor. Imagine he's never said he had a kid. Okay. And I'm like, you got a kid? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, wait, 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 where you at? I said, I'm walking to the left. 
I want to see what's going on. You you did too much to tell me to go this way. So I'm going to go see what's going on around this other side. Smack dead over the couch. Marriage license. You're married. So first I said, so Roy, wait a minute. Go use the bathroom first. Yeah. <laughs> get back in the car. Get back to your destination and then have this conversation because I've seen too many times where now when one stuff happened. So I'll get back in the car and I say, so how are your baby? Three. And where is your wife? He's like, oh, she at school. I said, so you still married? He was like, yeah. I was like, you didn't think you need to say something about that? He was like, well, I mean, she she's, she is school and she take the baby with her while she is school because she's trying to finish her, her, her degree. I said, so if she had came home early today to surprise you, unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know you had a wife. I hear I am in her bathroom. She walk in and I said, don't you think this a little crazy? He was like, well, no, I mean, we really, you know, we are kind of like on the up and up and she spent most of her time off at school. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we get to the car and I was like, man, lose my number. Don't call me no more. Cause that could have went so far left. You put me in a situation. You, you didn't even give me a choice. You put me in the middle of something that could have turned horrible. Cause he was to go to the, to the left, go to the, don't go right there, go right there. Whole marriage license, kids, toys in the other room, everything. I was like, crazy. Wow. Now, guys, y'all see why I have to help people stay sane in this crazy <laughs> world of dating. <laughs> it's some crazy stuff out there. And people just seem like, some people don't even seem like they have a mind. I mean, thinking about all of this stuff and some of the stuff that we go through and some of the stuff we endure. Wow, those are some crazy dating stories, guys. We want to thank our special guests for your time and thoughts and everything today. And before we leave, you know, I have to give you a challenge of the week. We have been talking about online dating. They say about 70% of the women haven't tried it and mainly 50 and over are really not trying this. I think it's 38% of the people that are up to 48 or something that have tried it. And then it's only about, they said 20% that have tried it that are 50 and over. I want to give you all a challenge. If you have not done online dating, even if you've heard negative things about it, I want you to push yourself outside the box. If we're still in a pandemic, you're not meeting anybody. It's really an experience. It really is. And I'm glad that I went through it, doing the research, understanding how it works, because it really can be exciting. And as well, like Gerald said, all of the messages and stuff that you get as a woman it can make you feel pretty good, okay? That's to the women who feel like they don't want to do the online dating. And to the men, make sure you know your purpose and why you're doing the online dating, okay? That, that's that's the challenge of the week. So everybody, this has been another fabulous show. Thank you for coming. Again, join our Facebook group, Single Life with Dr. G. Go to my website. And if you just need some one-on-one coaching through this process, hit me up on drgladney.com. Until the next time, I want you to have an amazing life. This is Single Life with Dr. G. Dating 